I'm so happy to be here today with the dear, dear Wendy Vanstone. I, I got to kick off with um, Megan Vanstone last week. And so you're getting to meet another beautiful Vanstone woman. Um, as I mentioned, when I talked with Megan, um, my journey on coming connected with this wonderful family was um, in college. My best sister friend, Stephanie, basically took me into her family and her mother, um, Annie is a Van Stone. And so I got to be introduced to this whole other set of people. Wendy is married to Eric Van Stone, a nephew of Annie's cousin of Stephanie's. And gosh, I've known Wendy for 25 plus years now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, 20 years. 20, I mean, 20 some. I think, I yeah, think 20, 20 to 21. Cause I think Sierra was like five or six the first time. Yeah, we she, was, she was. And she's 27 yeah. now. So, oh, wow. Are, I know. So, we are in the plus 20 years. So, welcome, Wendy. Thank you. And, we're so, and Wendy is joining us from Saudi Arabia. Yes. <laughs> so, we will talk a lot about that and that journey um, because. Um, to do what she's done, she has had to live out these talking points to a T to make these decisions. And we're going to get into that because it's a fascinating story and journey on how they came to that decision and how she has just, and I'm going to introduce you by her character traits and they're going to come through um, because she had to have these to be able to, to, to walk through this and, and do this big thing. Uh, Wendy is a lover of adventure um, she is an embracer of all situations. She's joyous. She's supportive. She helps wherever needed. She's a great listener and she's honest. And those are all, all so very true. Um, for more information on Wendy, please see the show notes, um, our blog, our sources on our website, visit embracinglayers.com. You'll get to learn all of that information about Wendy. Um, and also you know, follow us at Embracing Layers as we give sneak peeks to all the things that she cares about, um, is involved in. Um, so you want to know about, more about this, this tremendous lady and her and her just love for life and how she lives it out passionately with love and care and so well. Okay, Wendy, um, let's start off with how to prioritize self-care in your life and what that looks like for you. Talk about your journey in that because it's been quite a journey. Yes, it definitely has been. Um, you know, I think in the season of raising children, it just looks a little different, you know, now, yeah. I'm, you know, my girls are now, I have a 17 year old and a 15 year old and, you know, now one is in boarding school, one's still with us. And, the way that it's worked is just, you know, as they have 
grown, they have evolved into doing things for themselves. And then me just kind of seeing parenting a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as when they were little, I did everything for them. I was training them all the time, um, you know, cooking for them, washing clothes, you know, uh, I was working at the same time, you know, um, taking them to work with me. I'm a school teacher. So they would come to work with me. It was very, um, I was very involved, very engaged in all aspects of their lives. And as they became teenagers, I found that my role changed a little bit because I was also trying to, I was involved, but also on the sidelines a little bit so that I can give them some space so that they could also, um, you know, find out who they are as well with me guiding them as well. Um, so now my oldest is in boarding school. So then wow. so now I have time. I have time for, you know, for some reflection, and taking care of myself. And how do I do that? You know, gee, I mean, right now, you know, I am involved in a lot of, you know, studies here on camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love getting, to, there's a lot of uh, ladies from many different cultures where I live here in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. which is a huge blessing. And so I really enjoy getting to know people that just seems to be, it's, it's just a very nice thing for me to do, you know, mm-hmm. get to know the different cultures and that's how it, and also, you know, taking care of myself by exercising. Um, you know, I do a lot of journaling too, a lot of reading, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, just having alone time really also helps yeah. me to be more reflective. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So this is a big one. This is a broad one. We're going to dive into this confidently setting boundaries and I want to start with, let's back up to the decision that you made a few years ago to go from Houston to Saudi Arabia. You know, they were, Wendy and Eric and their girls were in Houston. Um, Wendy has a lot of family in Houston. Wendy is very close with her family. Eric's family is all in the United States. But Eric had a little different view on it because when Eric was a kid, he spent some time abroad with um, his dad, Gary. Uncle Gary's job. And so he kind of walked this out and kind of seen it before. Um, But then this kind of opportunity presented to them. And then all of a sudden there was all these decisions to make and talk about that. Talk about where boundaries came in. Just, just let's explore that a little bit. I've given you a big, big (laughs) window to jump in through here. Well, I mean, uh, this situation presented itself to us and, you know, one of our the desires of our hearts was to travel with the girls you know and so this situation presented itself to us you know um he was called in for an interview at that point we didn't know what was going to happen but we just embraced a journey you know we just thought yeah we'll just take it step by step we don't we're not going to make any decisions because you can't you just have to wait for how things unfold yeah um so you know as we journeyed through the process. Um, you know, we got one step closer and finally he was offered the job. And at that point I thought, Oh, hmm, I didn't think we were going to get to this point, but here we are. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> so then at this point I thought, well, for the, for the, for the sake of just, you know, learning more, cause I'm a learner. I forgot to mention that. I love yes, learning. You are, yeah. I thought, <laughs> lifelong learner. Yeah. I thought, you know what? let's go ahead and go to the orientation and continue learning more because, you know, at the end of the day, we really do reserve the right to say yes or no. Sure. Even at the very end, we can do that. Right. They can yeah. do the same with us. 
So we did approach it that way. We would just learn about it each step of the way. But, you know, really, I think our faith had a really big part to do with it. You know, um, we did pray, you know, at the very beginning, it just was meant for us, you know, that God would open doors, but if not, that they would shut. (laughs) And so the doors were just not closing. They just kept on opening. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that day when uh, we had to give a final decision Mm -hmm. and it was the process started in July when he first interviewed and by January, we had to let them know what our answer was going to be. Wow. And so, um, I remember just, you know, clearly making the bed that morning and I said, well, God, you never closed any doors. I'm supposed to give an answer, but you never closed any doors. And I really think you want us to go for a reason. I don't know what that reason is, Yeah. but I'm, you know, in full faith, it's a, it was a leap of faith, you know, you know, at that point we said, you know what, I, we said, let's go for it. So, yeah. you know, Eric was working for um, EDF at the time and I was working as a teacher at the local school and we just decided that we were going to embrace this journey. <laughs> so here okay. we are almost five years later. <laughs> wow. What, which, yeah. Wow. 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 So <laughs> in having that conversation, how did that conversation go with your two preteen and going into teenage daughters at the time? How did that conversation go with families in terms of this is what we decided to do? This is why. How did that all go? Uh, a lot of people were very skeptical. Uh, yeah, especially hear. taking daughters to Saudi Arabia. I mean, I will tell yeah. you, my first thought was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and even then at the at the time, I uh, would say, you know, five years ago. Yeah. You know, there wasn't a lot of information like there is right now. You sure. know, um, so. Um, you know, we went to the orientation and of course they painted it with a beautiful picture as if, you know, a great salesman does that. Right. Yeah. But, but of course I was a little skeptical about that. I thought he's making it sound way too good. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So at the end of the day, we really did not know. We talked to people, um, that had previously lived on, um, here on this camp and, you know, they helped to paint a picture, but at the end of the day, you're doing something completely different. Um, you're leaving your family, you know, you're yeah. leaving your friends, you're leaving the life that you knew before yeah. and um, starting a whole new one. I mean, we literally just, um, you know, basically packed up our whole house, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, put it in storage and we decided to embrace the journey. But yes, um, a lot of people were very skeptical. Um, it definitely wasn't um accept it as easily. I don't think that's why I started that page, you know, yes. uh, Saudi Arabia, because yes. I needed to have people walk with me what, to see what life here was like. Yes. You know, um, Wendy had a whole, and you should, and she'll, we'll include this in the sources. Mm-hmm. Wendy had a whole page on Facebook where she would share the yeah. journey and you're on a, a camp with people from all over the world. Correct. Yes. Okay, so basically like Right. This is a community made up of people from a lot of Westerners, you know, coming from U.S., um, Canada, uh, Europe. You know, you got a lot of, you know, um, Africans, mm-hmm. you know, people from China, Japan, all over the world, Australians, yeah. I mean, you name it. Yeah. So we, we do have a big group of people here. So it's very international. OK. But uh, yeah. So the fact that we lived in a very international community in Clear Lake, Houston, Clear Lake is a suburb. Yeah. Uh, um, Houston. Um, it's actually five minutes away from NASA, which is really oh, wow. mission control. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, you can imagine, you know, we have, you know, astronauts living in the area, all kinds sure. of scientists, you know, it's 
people coming from all over the place. So we did have a small taste of what this would be like, but at the time we didn't know. Despite all that, you know, it was a leap of faith in the end, you know, in our faith in God, you know, honestly, because it it just was not an easy decision. Now, how did we handle it with the girls? Um, We just reassured them, we're going to adventure out and we're going to go on this journey and you know and they didn't see the fear in us <laughs> because there's always something. anytime you're doing something new I mean let's face it right yeah you don't know how it's going to go you know but we sure. said you know what we're not going to commit two years we're just going to take one year at a time yeah. even one month at a time we're yeah. just going to see what this is like you know because at the end of the day will we regret not even trying Mm. And that's how we also base that too. Will we regret it? And so we kind of didn't want to live with that idea that we had this opportunity that we could have done. We could have ventured out and, you know, we chose not to do. So that's one of the other reasons too. So that's where we found our peace, you know? Yeah. That's why we're here. Well, and you clearly, I mean, just without even saying it, you clearly built some boundaries around this as you were talking through, you know, the skeptics. Um, it's like, no, this is, this is how we've decided it. These are the, this is the information we take it. This is how we're approaching it. We appreciate, <clears throat> appreciate your support. Um, and, but, but trust us on this. We're going to go do yes. this and, and trust us. Yeah, and, we always thought, you know, we could always, you know, come back if we needed to, right. you know, we, you know, we won't regret that, but we will regret not trying. And yeah. I just, I, I really do believe that the doors were open for, for reasons and, yeah. I think you know, as time has unfolded, I think I'm learning some of those, those reasons as well. Yeah. Well, and you've thrived. I mean, your girls have thrived. I, I, I got a chance to see Wendy this summer and mm-hmm. Eric and their girls at a family wedding and just thriving and have found their places and found their ways. And their oldest is now at a boarding school. Is it Switzerland? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Southern Switzerland, close to Italy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, and I go to boarding school with you. Um, and that, that that was another experience in itself. You know, one yeah. of the things that the girls have learned, they both have different personality, just like your right. girls. You know, they have different personalities. Right. And my oldest is more skeptical um, about new experiences. You know, she mm. doesn't embrace them as well. But coming on this journey, she's learned. Oh. You know, when we try doing something new, nine times out of 10, we find something that we actually really do like. Yeah. Uh, there's always, you know, something, a, su- a surprise element for us. Sure. You know, so just learning to just have no expectations yeah. and just be in the moment and, you know, and, and embracing that opportunity. Yes. That, that has been very valuable for her. So what a great life lesson for her to get as, as, as a kid yeah. before she goes out in the world, when you know, she's kind of yeah. naturally geared that way to her. That's life-changing. That's yeah. absolutely life-changing. Yeah. And I love how, you know, you talked about you and you and Eric, you listened to the information, you took the information, you set your boundaries, you weren't going to be swayed from it. You trusted yourselves, you trusted your faith and you, and you, this thing. And I, I can tell you five years later, and it hasn't not been bumpy. I mean, COVID, kept you there for a long time you were very shut down um but you've also gotten to see some amazing things you've gotten to see women starting to be able to drive in Saudi Arabia I mean you've seen some really transformational things too so really you know it's been really neat uh from the time that we arrived here to now I've seen so many changes I've never seen you know any uh, culture ever change in 
this great ever, you know, not even wow. in the U.S. Um, you know, I have a driver's license, but let me just tell you, to get a driver's license here in Saudi Arabia, it's, you have to jump through hurdles, yeah. you know, and make you appreciate how easy things can be in the U.S., you know, and yeah. uh, I don't, you know, sometimes you wonder if people realize that. Sure. Um, even today, myself, the reason why I'm wearing a pearl necklace was because I have been trying to open up a bank account, you know, so I can actually work at the school. In order to work at the school, you have to have your own bank account. But if you can only believe that it took me up to two weeks. So today I went in with my abaya, which is like a like a kimono (laughs) that you wear over your clothes, you know, and um, I went in with a set of pearls because I thought, you know, why is it taking so long to (laughs) to approve this account? You know, I'm not asking for a loan, but, you know, women have had to jump through all these hurdles, you know, to be heard, to be included. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just now, I mean, just, it's so neat to see women, you know, driving down the street and seeing women drivers. Mm-hmm. It is to me, it's amazing, but yes, I finally got my account approved. Wow. The pearl help. That's <laughs> so. amazing. Though. What, what a story. I mean, what yes. a different lens to kind of view that through. Oh yes. Pretty yes. sure I went and got all my different, because we've lived all over the country. We haven't lived all over the world. Like if we've lived all over the country, uh, you know, I go in in my, my t-shirt and my jeans and I get my you know you can basically count on fulfilling your plans if you know that you yes. want to go to the bank and open up a new checking account you know that you can walk into the bank yeah. and you can do it without yeah. any issues yeah over here because you're a lady it takes a little difference you know wow. it takes a little bit more time there's more planning involved and you know eric I'm just his dependent. So, wow. you know, I am viewed as Eric's property. Wow. <laughs> the US, you know, yes, yes. So, you know, he's, you know, he also has to approve certain things, which of course that's never a problem. But now women are starting to get underneath from the shade of their husbands, you know? And okay. so I think that's kind of neat to see that in these ladies. Absolutely. And these women are very educated. So it's not from lack of knowing. I mean, sure. I think the majority of women, I think there's more women educated in this country than there are men. Wow. So, yeah. So women do take education very seriously. So I think it's kind of neat to see all the changes now. Yes. Oh my gosh. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> this all day. All right. Taking care of our emotional health as what as much as our physical health. How has that worked for you? Because with all of these different things and transitions and changes, you know, from the time you were, you know, the kids were young and you were teaching all the way through all these transitions. Now, um, how do you see that as a connect point? I know that's been a big connect point for me. How does that, what's your journey with that look like? Well, I try not to have any expectations, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's a huge one because when you have expectations, you will, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. I mean, um, over here, I've learned that lesson, you know, um, we've learned to improvise in many situations because we can't always find what we're looking for. For example, if you, you know, in the U.S., you can go to Target and you say, well, let's say, let me go back a little bit. You can say, okay, I want to bake this and I want this certain brand of cream cheese and I know I'm going to find it. I'm going to go to Target and get it. And most of the time you will find it. Yeah, I would say. 99% 99% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Very rare. But over here, that's a different story. You know, you're not always going to find ingredients for what you're looking for. So you learn to be, you learn to improvise, mm. you know, and you learn to just, um, you know, adjust. 
and not have expectations because if you do have those expectations, you will experience that disappointment. Yeah. So for me, it's just going with the flow and patience is a virtue. And we've just, I've just learned to not have those expectations and enjoying the moment, Mm. enjoying the moment as it comes Mm. and just seeing beauty in everything that we see and that we do. And, um, and just counting our blessings, you know, that, that is huge, you know, and because we all, you know, gratitude is huge, you know, just expressing and being thankful for everything we have is, is a huge component for that self-care and emotional being. Well, yeah. And just your mental approach when you have that is, is so Mm -hmm. different. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, that, that really does help. I, I think that's, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and you're getting to do this on the front row seat and you touched on it in a, a minute ago, just the transitions you've seen there the last few years, but just in general, how can we support ourselves and other women in living unapologetically? Um, women, I think sometimes feel like they're responsible for more than they should be because culture says that we say sorry for things that aren't ours to carry. Um, but you're also watching a lot of transition in a time where I mean, going into the space you're in now, you were used to things being certain ways for women. As much as we have a long way to go, we're still a lot farther along than a lot of, of what you've seen. So, you know, how do you like go into that space and but be yourself, not apologize for it and help others to do the same? Well, I mean, I also believe, you know, that there's got to be some level of respect, you know, you know, yeah. when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do, you know, um, yeah. I feel that, you know, connecting with people is another huge part of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, letting them in my world as well so that, mm-hmm. you know, um, that I can feel accepted by them, sure. um, you know, but at the same time, knowing my grounds, you know, knowing what my foundation is and knowing, you know, what I'm willing to waver with and not, you know, I, you know, I just feel like, so for instance, you know, when we first came here, you know, I was a yes lady. I would say yes lady to everything, Mm. you know, because when you first come here, you know, people want to, you know, see you, they want to get to know you. It's like, you're the new kid on the block. So (laughs) we're invited to everything. So, and I said, Eric and I were saying yes to everything. And, Mm. you know, we were gladly, you know, going to all events and, but over time you start, you know, kind of feeling, you know, more comfortable in certain things. And you feel like, okay, I'm not willing to, to bend in that area. That is definitely not where I fit, you know, and you start kind of finding your comfort, you know, and, You know, and um, and I, I don't have to apologize for who I am. You know, yeah. I, I feel definitely more grounded if I stick to who I am instead of trying to fit in. Because at the end of the day, you know, um, you have to be OK with yourself. Yes. Um, and you have to know yourself, who you are in all situations um, so that you don't get into the stickiness of life. Yeah, so, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and and I don't feel the need to apologize for it either. You know, we're humans, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, for anyone to expect us to be perfect, that's a fallacy. There's yeah. no such thing, right? So yeah. again, it just goes to that level of, ex, you know, expectations. And if people are setting expectations with for me, I'm just like, you know, I am human. I might disappoint you. I hope you're <laughs> okay with that. So don't, don't set expectations on me because I promise <laughs> I will disappoint you. <laughs> you know, I, will, I might be five minutes late or I might forget to, you know, our coffee date. I promise you, but you know what? You will never find a more genuine person that cares for you, that will be there for you, you know, just 
have no expectations, but I will be there for you. I promise yeah. you that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And genuine. I mean, that is, that is such a good word for you. I mean, Wendy, honestly, oh, is you. one of the most genuine people you will ever meet. And I love that because you know that about yourself. That's awesome. Next thing is the importance of setting and coming back to your why and everything you do. Because you talked about when you first got there, you need to get a lay of the land. You need to be open and friendly and get to know these people, build trust. But then at some point, we're going to pull back and, and really hone in on what is true to us. So talk about that because you, you touched on it. How did you determine that? When was that moment? And, and was it clear or was it something you kind of had to work to? I feel like you know, there's something inside of you that tells you, you know, whenever you're in a situation, it just kind of jives with you or doesn't. Yeah. And um, you just, you know, you feel when you're at home, you just feel it. You just yeah. know when you're with your friends, it's just the friends that are meant to be with you. It's, it's just more effortless. Mm-hmm. You know, um, conversations are just effortless. You just feel like family, you know, you just yeah. feel comfortable. And that to me is what is a true indication of when, you know, you feel that com- comfort that you can deviate from what doesn't feel right to you. Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, paying attention to what speaks to you, to you, to your heart. Sure. Um, you will know, you will know. Um, and there's no reason to waste some time. I mean, I'm not looking to be popular. Yeah. So yes. why, why chase that? Amen. It's, it's not me. Yes. <laughs> Why chase that? I wasn't, the, I'm not going to chase something that I'm not looking for. I'm, I'm looking for, you know, connections with people. I'm looking to learn about people. I'm looking to, to learn about their cultures and, 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 and just admire them for who they are and what they stand for. I'm learning to, you know, to learn about, you know, different cuisines, you know, so mm-hmm. anything that will just enlighten me. And of course I'm always willing to share is yeah. that's what I'm looking for. I'm definitely not looking for other things that other groups may offer. But I think knowing yourself is really important in that sense, you know, and and just sticking to what feels right to you. Yeah. That little voice. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. So, which naturally, and we touched on this already, and you're really good at this, but um, growing out of others' expectations versus your own. You've said several times already don't set my expectations for me. And you've even not, you know, knowing going in, I'm not going to have these unrealistic expectations. Tell me about your journey and getting to, you know, really comfortable with that and living out of your own versus others. Um, well, I mean, in my twenties, my early thirties, I felt frustrated at times, mm-hmm. you know, when people just did not meet my expectations or when I didn't meet my own expectations. Sure. And I just learned at that time, said, you know, it's kind of not, it's inhumane mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to expect people to be perfect or to have these, you know, expect that I should have these expectations for people or for myself instead of just going with the flow and enjoying the moment, you know, mm-hmm. and I just learned that I embracing people means I'm going to embrace them with all their levels of, you know, imperfections, um, because I am committed to loving them and I'm committed to having this relationship with them. And, and that also goes for myself too. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes I get up and sometimes, you know, I'm going to be like, oh, today I just don't feel like 
doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, you know, because yeah. sometimes we have to recharge. But then the next day I, I get up with, you know, all this energy. I'm going to go down that list and get it done. Um, I just feel that that to me is just being human, you know, just, yeah. you know, just, I, I feel like, you know, when you have these expectations on people, you put up, their, their defenses go up. Mm-hmm. And, and when their defenses go up, it doesn't bring up the best in them. It just brings misunderstandings. Yeah. And I, I was just very fortunate and I feel very blessed that I just got that from a very young age. You know, I mean, I would say starting 20s, early 30s, where I said, you know what? Having expectations will get you in trouble. Yes. <laughs> you know, of course, you want to have certain levels of expectations, you know, I mean, for yeah. yourself. Right. I mean, sure. you know, things to live by. But when it comes to people, I, I find that it's better to just work with them, yeah. embrace them for who they are. Yeah. And, and, and that goes the same even for myself, you know, and right. I, I tend to do better for that. You know, I, of course I'm responsible for certain things. I'm not saying just because I don't have expectations doesn't mean that I don't have any dreams. Yeah. I don't have any goals. Um, but I, I try to be more understanding rather than, you know, yeah. setting those expectations that could lead me to judging people. Yeah. And myself. Yeah. And disappointment, you know, and just it's huge disappointment. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. And this goes into nicely what you were just saying, accepting the layered aspects of ourselves, accepting all the parts of us. We tend to want to hone in on those. I call them Instagram moments, you know, but accepting all those pieces of us. How does that how what's your journey been like for that? So you're in a really healthy place with that. How did you get there? You know, I don't know. I just think it's also part of my faith. You know, I mean, you know, just loving, just choosing to love. I just choose to love. And I just, you know, I come from an island. I come from Puerto Rico. I Mm -hmm. I remember, you know, those moments, you know, when I was growing up, I moved to Houston when I was nine. But, you know, just, I don't know, there's a certain level of joy that people have that um, when you don't always have everything perfectly done. And to me, it's almost like a facade anyways, you know? I mean, there's no such thing as, you know, um, perfection, you know, but I just learned to just, I don't know. I just have this intense um, love for people. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. Um, I just love you for who you are and your story. And and that's how I came to it. I mean, I, I just feel that it, it makes me a better, a better person. And I feel that I reap the reward that way. Yeah. Um, so no time for drama. I don't like drama. Yeah. <laughs> so, no drama for this mama. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. I, I just, you know, I try to solve any issues, any miscommunication. There's always going to be miscommunications. Well, you know, hey, listen, I, I just go ahead and embrace that too. I'm like, hey, I'm really sorry if I offended you. You know, let me apologize. I definitely want to tackle any misunderstandings just to keep that peace, you know. Sure. And, and I'm not saying that I will waver just to keep the peace either. If there's something right. that doesn't work with myself, of course, I'm more than happy. And I will say, no, I can't do that. But let me help you with something else. Let me offer you something else that I can do for you. I just can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I, try, I always say, you know, if you can't do something, try to come up with a solution for that person, you know, yeah. try to, you know, hey, I can't do that. But let me let me get so-and-so that could help you with that. Sure. Um, you know, I, I really can't do that at this time. That just goes against my principles, you know, how, however, somebody else might enjoy doing that. Let me yeah. help you find that person, you know? Sure. So I just think, you know, just, I just love people. So for me, it, it's really, 
you know, it's just about, about kind of like meshing everything together, you know, yeah. you know, blinding it all together. And, and life is so short and life is yeah. so beautiful and people are just so beautiful that, you know, it, it would be silly for me not to see it any other way. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, I love that. I love that so much. All right. Um, and you really touched on this too, but, and I think taking those things we just talked about feeds naturally into cultivating healthy relationships with others, your ability to love people and accept all of them and yourself for who they are, I think really feeds that and how you're able to cultivate those healthy relationships. So talk about that because you are very relationship driven. You are very genuine. You are very much a lover of people. That is, that is evident from the minute I met you. Um, oh, is that, that comes from, likewise. <laughs> thank you. Well, does that come though from your family, how you were raised? How, how does that, how, how did you get there? Were you, did you just come out of the womb that way? <laughs> You know, I don't know exactly. I, 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 I get, okay. Again, going back to my upbringing in Puerto Rico, you know, yeah. you know, when, you know, people come together and they dance together, they have a good time together. Music is one huge element that brings everybody together. Yeah. Um, the laughter, that joy. I'll never forget my grandmother. Um, you know, I always shared a story because I feel like that was one of the big points in my life that made me realize that you should always be a helper of people and lover of people. My grandmother, you know, she didn't have much money, but I, I remember asking her one time, one time I said, Grandma, why do you always have this big pot of, you know, rice and beans? And she says, oh, because you just never know who's going to need it. Mm-hmm. So I want to be prepared that if someone comes over, that I can offer them something to eat. Oh. And that to me was huge. That yeah. to me was, you know, just loving people to that degree to share the little that you have. I mean, yeah. what a big, you know, symbol of love is that, you know, that sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, that to me, I, I just grew up, you know, with relationships. That was yeah. priority, you know, families, gatherings together, friends coming together. And we call them family because they can't become like family. Um, it's, it's what brings, that's for me, it's what life is all about. It's, yeah. it's what brings joy. Yeah. And I just feel that that foundation was started. It started setting when I was a young child, you know, yeah. coming from an island. Yeah. Um, I know people think, oh, music, salsa, merengue, but boy, that's huge. I have great memories of, you know, growing up with that, you know, and uh, staying up, you know, with my parents, my dad and dancing with me, you know, as a child, my aunts, everything revolved around music and the music and food. (laughs) You couldn't have, you know, one without the other. Yeah. But of course, you know, you have those two things together and people come. Yeah. I just love that. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. All right. (laughs) Um, what are some practices you use to process your emotions in healthy ways? I quiet the noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to quiet the noise. I will, I call it a recharge. You know, people mm-hmm. think, oh gosh, you know, um, Wendy is such an extrovert. Well, you'd be surprised to learn that I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am both extrovert and introvert too. Yeah. You know, when, when it gets a little bit, I'm a very highly empathetic person. I absorb, 
you know, people's pains, emotions, you know, and, you know, um, and I experienced that when I was working in the schools, you know, um, when I worked with teachers, I would feel, you know, their pain. I would have to sometimes go into office and just, you know, cry, you know, Mm -hmm. so sometimes I just have to kind of go into my little cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, and quiet my noise, quiet the noise. You know, through that pray. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, I write things out. You know, journaling, mm-hmm. um, and just reflecting. It's huge. But in order for me to get to that point, I have to reflect. Let me give you an example. You know, this summer I was in Houston. You know, you mm-hmm. saw me in Idaho, mm-hmm. and you know, I dropped off Isabella too. We've done a lot since May, yeah. and I was running ninety miles. To nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, I was just, you know, running, running every single day, um, spending time with my parents, my sister, you know, so it was intentional time, but it sure. was just very busy. I didn't have quiet time. Yeah. So after I dropped off Isabella um, in boarding school, um, I came back here and I just crashed yeah. <laughs> for about three weeks. I said, I just cannot see people right now. I need to completely fully recharge yeah. my batteries. They were so drained. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's how I do it. I just kind of go back in, hide into my little cave and, you know, I like to read, you know, I, I love to pray, you know, and, you know, just like I said, reflect, you know, mm-hmm. journal. And, and then when I feel good and I, then I start coming back out again. Yeah. So. <laughs> But people understand that about me. People know yeah. that, hey, listen, you know, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. What was the question? I'm sorry. No, I, I was I just going to say, I love that you know yourself so well that you, that you knew you needed that time. And because it, it matters. I think sometimes we feel like we can't take, we can only take X amount of time when we put our time in a box and then we're like, I've got to be okay by the end of this time because whatever. Yeah. And, and you're like, and you had an understanding, you knew you needed the time, you took the time and then you come out feeling refreshed and that makes all the difference. And, and, you know, believe me, as I arrived, people thought, oh, she's back. So she's ready to help out with this and this and that. And, Uh and I said, Hey, listen, (laughs) am I serving you or am I serving God? You know, which one is it? And if I'm listening to you, then I'm just trying to please you at this point. I need that alone time. I, you know, with all due respect, you know, I, I just, I cannot at this time, I need to, you know, quiet some noise, you know, I'll come back when I'm ready and, you know, and and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll see in a little bit. And yeah. um, the people know that about me. Not, yeah, of course, I'm available if they need me or something. But sure. I, when I come back, I have to recharge. I completely disconnect and recharge. It's important. I think, you know, yeah. quieting the noise is really important, you know, yeah. so. Well, that was just, just such a beautiful model of self-care, of um, boundaries, of knowing yourself, of you know, living by your own expectations and all those things. You just wrap that up, all of this up into one beautiful piece there. That was uh, amazing. Um, How do you live out feel? Finding empowerment, embracing layers is the name of our podcast. And you've really spoke to it. So just kind of in a summation, talk about how you live that out. I think it goes back to who you are and knowing yourself. Mm -hmm. That I think is important. Yeah, you know, a house can't stand without a foundation. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it, I, you know, I always go back to my foundation, and you know, who am I? And um, that's where I, how, how I live out my feel. Yeah, 
That's beautiful. Oh, I love that. I'm writing that down. I can't, the house cannot stand without a foundation. So much truth in that. Okay. Um, we are coming down to the end here. We're at a rapid fire. Name five activities that nourish you. Prayer. Bible studies. I'm sorry, but they do. I, you know, uh, you know, exercising, you know, whether it's walking or cycling, Mm -hmm. dancing, and just spending one-on-one time with either my family, Eric, the girls, or just a good friend drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, that to me just seems to nourish my soul. It really does. Yeah. And of course I'm going to add a good book. Or six, you know, yeah. you know, again, it's kind of like, you know, I always find that um, having a good conversation with a good friend or even, you know, getting to know the layers of your your family, your daughters, you know, your husband, you know, what they're thinking, how they're feeling. It's almost like reading a good book, right? So, yes, that's a so good analogy. I, yeah, I just love to just, you know, over, a, you know, good you know, cup of coffee or, you know, just even a smoothie, just sitting down and just being present in the moment. What mm. I really find that nourishes me. Uh, it just, I, I love to learn about people and situations. Yeah. So I, like I said, I'm a lifelong learner. So it goes back to that. Yeah, absolutely. Some of my favorite moments are the most simple, just gathering with the girls and Brady and now Tim around a table and just talking and being together is just so listening yes yes and just hearing about their journey their story yeah 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 and learning about them and seeing their growth and just yes good stuff i'm I'm sure you you feel like you're in awe when you listen you know i listened to the podcast your girls and i was like wow i know i was so impressed by your girls oh thank you how much um, they know themselves it's so beautiful it is I know Brady and I were like, yes, we didn't scream up too like, much. <laughs> wow. I don't think I knew myself that well at that age. I mean, they're very um, yeah. self-aware and yeah. so reflective on what they know on, you know, on their boundaries and their, you know, yeah. when they, you know, their self-love. I, I just, I, I was impressed. I want my girls to listen to that. Yeah. So <laughs> I told you. Them, well, it's, good, you know, it's good for young people to listen to, you know, to yeah. be that grounded, that centered. Well, I think this generation is it, that generation is taking more ownership of that. Um, yeah, they're just taking that. those things to another level. I've really observed it in them and a lot of their friends too. They're just like, life is more about doing you know X, Y, and Z, going to college, getting a degree, getting the job, making yeah. the money, buying the house. And they're just that's so- how I what I gathered from listening. I feel like there's definitely more intention, which yes, you're not just going through the motion of you know I gotta you know like you said go down the list. Yeah, you're just being present in the moment and being intentional of what you're doing and and really listening to yourself. Yeah, and how that makes you feel. That right there is huge. It's it very is. big. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's yeah. very congratulations. Like, congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. I don't know how. I don't know how much we can own on that. Oh, you and Brady need to be so proud of that. I am just. I was just very um, impressed. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It warms my heart. Okay, five words on how you want to feel the next six months. Um, accomplished. Um, you know, whether that means I've read more of the books that I have on my list, you know, <laughs> or, you know, um, I'd like to start subbing here at the school. 
that, you know, that I've put in the time uh, accomplished that I feel like I've been able to help more people, more kids accomplished, you know, you know, feeling more intentional with my time. You know, I, I just want to make sure that my time is being utilized the right way. That is yeah. just not wasted, that we're not just being idle with our time, that we're, sure. you know, being intentional, um, you know, loved. <laughs> we yeah. all want to appreciated, you know, mm-hmm. and um just joyous, continued yes. joy, you know, just and, and grateful. That is huge. Just, mm-hmm. you know, I I, and it, I think these are just ever growing. You, you just never accomplish those things anyways. I, I just just want to feel that, you know, that joy, that gratefulness for being here in the moment, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you do such a good job of that. I mean, and I think that's what allows you to do all the things that you've done and live your life the way you do, because you're in a, you're in a new season now, um, you know, with your oldest, you know, yes. not in the house and, and, and you're still able to understand because of your grounding in, in the joy, in the gratefulness, in your faith, you're able to like, okay, new season. How do we find this this in this new season. I love that about you. you yeah. It, and it's uh, ironic, but, you know, with Isabella being in boarding school, you know, one would think that, you know, that the parenting role decre- you know, decreases or, but it doesn't, it's, no. it's still the same, you know, because we FaceTime every day. And yeah. even yesterday she got stuck in a little situation where she couldn't find a laundromat. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, it's just those little, it's just <laughs> moment I loved it I was like oh my gosh did it make you feel uncomfortable because if it did that means it moved you to action yes one of those teachable <laughs> moments if it accomplished that then that's all I needed I mean because you know that's what we, you know, we feed them we feed them we feed them yeah with, you know so that they can launch one day yeah. and, and it's just neat to be there side by side even though I'm not presently there but I'm sure. so thankful for technology that it allows us to be there with her yeah and to help her you know I mean it, it it's just amazing so I mean you know having her not here but at the same time being there makes me so happy because I'm seeing her just you know get out of her comfort zone mm. and I always say you got to get out of your comfort zone to to learn yeah. to you know you know stretch yourself to change yeah. so I think this has been this is a big stretch for her and for yeah. us too yeah <laughs> so. absolutely and and changes the dynamic you know whenever one leaves it changes the dynamic in the house too um, all of a sudden the younger ones that aren't used to being the only ones or the, you know, and it changes that dynamic. So there's all that, but you still, you're, because of your foundation, you're just always able to find that space for joy and gratefulness. And I, I love that. And I think you have to, you have to be grateful. You have to, yeah. because, you know, I think it's, it's the, the mind, <laughs> the mind can mm-hmm. really take you to happy places, or it can take you to areas that you don't want to go into. And Absolutely. I certainly, you know, I've seen people really struggle, you know, with, yeah where they've allowed their minds to wander too. And I, I feel we have so much to be thankful for that, you know, it's, it's, it's a choice. You wake mm-hmm. up every morning and you make that decision. I am so thankful for everything. And, you know, once you practice that over and over, it just becomes a part of your life and who you are. It doesn't mean you're perfect, right? None yeah. of us are perfect. I mean, we have our days. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel a little bit grumpy. And I'm like, okay, snap out of it. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like uh, the other day I was uh, helping Olivia clean our room and we came across all these pictures and I see pictures of Isabel and all of a sudden these emotions came out of me yeah. that I wasn't anticipating. Of course, you know, 
I just started crying because I wasn't, I missed her. I'm sure huh. you had those yep. moments to when your girls first left. And yeah. And I said, okay, that's okay. Sometimes we need, you know, these, you know, tears to clean out the wounds, you know. Absolutely. And oh, I'm I love okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Okay, but I'm gonna cry. It's okay, you know. And, yeah. and then I get myself up again and you're like, okay. I'm so happy for you, Isabella. How are you doing? You know, and like I said, thank God for technology. If it wasn't yeah. for technology, I don't know necessarily how I would be doing it. You know, but yeah. the, the FaceTiming really does help. So I'm yeah, thankful seeing to that. Faces <laughs> makes all the difference in the world. But I think you touched on something really important in that it's okay to cry and process those things through because if we don't process those things through, they get stuck. And it's okay. Yes, and exactly. It's okay, and it's okay to feel all those feelings because life is a, a beautiful, yes. jumbled like emotion. You know? Yeah. You want, I love a good salad. Yes. <laughs> you know, a of everything, you know? Yes. How boring if it was just only one way. So, yeah. Absolutely. You know, so life Absolutely. is made up of a little bit of everything and, That's, you know, Everything in between as well. Yeah, 100%. All right. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for your time today and your wisdom and your insight. I, I I was so happy when you were said yes that you would love to be on the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me what an oh. honor to be oh. here with you and I love what you're doing I really do because you know I think we need more conversations like this and yeah. you know women need this kind of support so I really do yeah. appreciate that you're doing this for all of us. Thank you thank you so much <laughs> all right folks um, again visit embracinglayers.com and add embracing layers to learn more about Wendy and all that she is involved with, cares about, believes in. And um, thank you so much for joining us in this great conversation today and have a great week. Dear me, this is a letter to the girl I used to be. Jump through, though he offers it to everyone.